Welcome. I'm Connor Beaton. And in this holiday special midweek mini episode, we are going to do a quick little recap of 2019 and talk about how to start your year off right. So first, I'm going to leave you with a little quote uh, by Soren Kierkegaard, one of my favorites. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Uh, I like this quote because it's a not so gentle reminder that we can only understand the context of where we are heading, the direction that we're heading, how we can be more effective in creating our purpose or deepening the intimacy within our relationship by understanding the parts that have come before us. It reminds me of a a great metaphor uh, where it said, life is like rowing a boat. We enter the future backwards. All we see are the scenes of the past and no one cannot see the views of tomorrow. Now, I love this analogy. I love this quote uh, because it's so true. I remember reading this for the very first time and thinking, huh, we do enter the future backwards, right? We enter it not really knowing what's coming. We can kind of see the views of tomorrow. We can kind of you know, predict if we're you know, going to the same job and working the same thing, what might unfold tomorrow. But largely, we enter into the future looking back, looking back at the things that have happened. And it's important to look back. So as you're closing out 2019, I hope that you carve out some intentional space to recap and review the year. So I'm going to give you uh, a few ways in which you can do that. But first, I wanted to share some of the things that have happened within the Mantox community uh, over 2019 and specifically within my own life. So this year was a big one. Uh, on April 6th, Vienna and I got married uh, in Whistler, BC. And the five days before that, I maybe not the five days before that, but the, the week before that, I spent driving her father uh, from uh, New Jersey, all the way up to Whistler. It was a 3,200-mile journey. Uh, for those of you who followed along, I'm sure you had some good laughs at the uh, at the um, broken-down tires <laughs> and cracked rims. Uh, it was quite the adventure. Um, but he is an 81-year-old Lebanese guy that grew up uh, in Virginia, and so we had a great chance to chat, and I interviewed him. Uh, still working on those to come out next year. Uh, so that was a really incredible experience, and it reminded me of you know just the just the ability that we have to connect with you know maybe not our immediate family, but uh, people that are close to us, and really get to know them and their pasts and what their life have represented, and uh, taking the time to go out of our way to really get to know the people that are around us on a deeper level. Uh, after we got back from the wedding. Vienna and I launched the Get the Love You Want course, which has been absolutely phenomenal. We've had uh, hundreds and hundreds and nearly a thousand people go through the program over the year and some phenomenal results. And uh, side note, if you're interested in joining uh, this next edition, we have the course starting on January 8th. So if you are looking to improve your relationship whether you are in one, whether you are single, uh, we dive into family of origin to help you understand how your past might be impacting your present day relation relationship situation. We get into communication and boundaries and of course, sex and intimacy. Uh, the course is really phenomenal. Uh, so if you've been thinking about it, definitely head on over and join us. Um, but that was a really interesting uh, new endeavor, a new adventure. And it was something that I had had in my mind for quite a while. I'd 
always wanted to try and create an online resource for people. Uh, and so that was entering into a whole new space. And so, you know, if any of you out there have had experience with, you know, producing something online or building something, whether it's marketing or a product that goes online, uh, it is a whole new world. <laughs> it's a whole new world to enter into. Uh, but after that, outside of that, uh, facilitated eight men's weekends uh, over the course of 2019, which was absolutely phenomenal. I'm humbled by that. It was such an incredible experience getting to work with uh, the you know courageous guys that came out and really dove into doing the work uh, to deepen their sense of purpose and work on their sabotage mechanisms and have a, a deeper and a more embodied sense of their own masculinity. Uh, and most importantly, being able to uh, have a deeper sense of clarity in what they want from their own lives, from their relationships, uh, from what intimacy looks like and cultivate some of the skills and tools and practices that we use at the weekend in order to improve those areas of their life. So um, just a quick reminder for the guys, if you are interested, if you've been thinking of it, uh, we have the men's weekend on uh, in March on the West Coast. It is almost sold out. So if uh, you're hoping to join us, I would definitely recommend that you do it ASAP before it is sold out because it will sell out. So yeah, outside of that, Vienna and I got to facilitate uh, a couple's workshop. I got some speaking events, got to travel around. I think most of Probably the most important thing was our honeymoon. We'd been planning it for a long time, and uh, we got to go down to Patagonia and check off uh, one of my bucket list items, which was to hike Torres del Pine. Uh, if you've never seen it before, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, it is an incredibly picturesque. Uh, I couldn't stop saying, like, everywhere looks like a postcard, you know? Everywhere just looks like it's this pristine uh, place where like no human being has ever stepped step foot. So it was a really cool experience. And fun fact about Patagonia, apparently there are pink flamingos in uh, southern Chile and southern Argentina. I had no idea. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised when we were driving through the mountains and I look out uh, out the, the passenger side window and I see this beautiful mountain range. And at the bottom, the base of the mountain range is just this crystal blue water and there's a group of pink flamingos there. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is going on? Is that real? Um, so getting to explore South America, getting to go to Costa Rica, um, you know, dabbling in the plant medicine space this summer was also uh, an incredible experience um, for research purposes, of course, only. Uh, and uh, yeah, getting to have some new adventures and new experiences. And it, this year was really a reminder for me about being able to intentionally be open to creating new experiences. I think sometimes, uh, you know, we, we will want to create uh, certain outcomes and certain goals and certain uh, experiences for ourselves. But one of the things that I was humbled by this year was how many opportunities and experiences I got that that were just that just showed up, that I was just open to, that I was present to, that came through friends or family. <clears throat> or through my relationship or through my work. Uh, also, fun fact, uh, I recently just confirmed that in March of 2020, I will be speaking in Zurich, in Switzerland, representing the Canadian embassy, which is really cool at a, a conference called Advanced out there uh, and potentially going to speak to some of the businesses out there about the current state of masculinity, which is quite an incredible opportunity. So over 
all, 2019 was quite the year. And when I look at it, there was a ton of wins. There was an absolute ton of challenges in terms of logistically taking on these weekends and managing time and, you know, really being aware and conscious of how much time I was spending away from home and spending away from my wife and all of those pieces, all those practical problems uh, that we all have in terms of trying to you know, balance resources with time and energy and goals. And so as I started to recap my own 2019, uh, I had a few questions that I actually found to be quite helpful that I wanted to give to you right now. So I'm going to say them off. Feel free to write them down and answer them yourself in your journal uh, and give yourself some time to reflect over the holiday season. So question number one, the accomplishment that I am most proud of the, of this year is number two, the challenge that I am grateful for this year is number three, what I feel like I left on the table this year was number four, the person that I absolutely have to reach out and share gratitude with is and finally, number five, the unexpected opportunity or experience that I am the most in awe of is. So those are just five simple questions. Uh, if you didn't catch them, definitely just rewind and jot them on down. But those are five simple questions to help you dig into recapping 2019. Uh, if you have a business, if you have a uh, career, I would encourage you to dig a little bit into obviously the financial structure of your company to see how it did and recap. Um, that should be a part of your practice, whether you do that quarterly, monthly, or annual, semi-annually. And finally, let's talk about entering into 2020 and setting some intentions for yourself. Uh, I know that there are a ton of programs. There's a ton of uh, workshops, a ton of content that's out there that you're probably being inundated with right now about how to start your new year's off right with resolutions and you know nutritionists uh trying to give you advice and gyms trying to get you to buy a membership and <laughs> yoga studios trying to get you to re-up etc um but i wanted to break this down into something really simple Okay. One of the things that I've noticed with myself and, and in a lot of people, but specifically in myself, is that I used to create at the very end of the year this like big goals, you know, this huge goal list of everything that I wanted to accomplish, the things I wanted to do, the things that I wanted to become. And over the years, I found that it was very hard for me to fulfill on everything that I wanted to accomplish. And so for twenty for twenty twenty, my invitation, my challenge for you is to make three goals, only three goals, no more and no less. And it's a principle that I like to live by, which is if you cannot explain your work in a sentence, you, will not, you are not clear about what you do. So the idea here is if you are not able to sort of recite your goals for 2020, if you're not able to very clearly and simply articulate what you are wanting to accomplish next year, you either don't have clarity on it yet or you have too much going on and you've actually adopted uh, probably an, a little bit of an overwhelming uh, approach. And so the idea here is that we want to have a just a hint of realism 
And, you know, you can always make adjustments. Um, but the core concept of this is that when you force yourself to just choose three things, what it really does is it helps you to really figure out what you care about. And the, the reality here of what we need to know is that growth is not an isolated event, right? Growth is not an isolated event. So when you are wanting to improve a part of your life, it tends to touch everything. So for example, let's say that you made 2020 the year of growing your relationship and you really focused in on, hon on honing in on your communication and setting boundaries and, and you know, deepening the intimacy with your partnership. And you and your partner say, or you as an individual say, I'm going to prioritize improving and growing and expanding my relationship. The, the thing that you'll notice is that the other parts of your life cannot stay the same while you improve on that one area of your life. And so when you raise your standards in one way, everything else has to rise to meet it. Growth is uh, kind of interesting in this way, right? It's kind of a unique uh, perspective that in order to expand, we must expand out in almost all ways. Our growth, our expansion matches the universe's expansion, right? It's very hard. It's very challenging to grow in one way and not the other. But often when we focus completely on changing one thing, we sort of have this <laughs> inadvertent way of creating a ripple effect uh, where we we naturally motivate change in other areas of our life and often motiv motivate change in other people that are surrounding us. So my challenge for you is to only create three goals, three intentions for your 2020. And I would encourage you to have one of those goals be a way of being, not just things that you want to do, not just things that you want to accomplish, but one specific goal. So something, something simple, but definitely challenging, like I want to be more present, or I want to show up as more grounded. I want to be more grounded. Uh, or I would like to have a more calm mind. Now, again, when you create your goals, make sure that they are not stated in a negative tense, right? I hear a lot of people saying like, I, I want to have less anxiety or I don't want to have anxiety anymore. You want to reframe your goals to be more positive oriented, right? So you, you can see what you are working towards. So if you're wanting to reduce your level of anxiety, then what you would say is, I want to uh, maybe meditate every day, or I would like to deepen my relationship to mindfulness, or I would like to have more clarity and presence in my life. And then those three goals, I would encourage you to put them somewhere that you can see. Um, some people put them on a, on a bathroom mirror that they see in the morning or at night. Uh, for me, I have a whiteboard um, that's beside my desk that you know can have my goals on it, my intention, and some of my favorite mantras or quotes uh, that you know I can keep coming back to in the morning and at night and throughout the day. So find a place where you can put your three goals and have them, obviously, if you can, you can break those, those goals down into SMART goals, specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. I'm sure that most, maybe maybe many of you have heard of that terminology before, but once you've got your three goals, make sure that you break them down using SMART goals, making sure that they are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So 
That's what I have for you. I hope that you have an, an amazing holidays. I would actually love to hear from you. So if you want, you can take a few minutes out of your day and you can share your biggest win with me either by emailing me, Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R, at mantalks.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at mantalks and direct message me. I would love to hear what your biggest win and your biggest challenge were of the year and how you are going to continue your growth and your expansion into 2020. I hope that I am a part of it. I hope that this show continues to be a part of it. Uh, you know, maybe a men's weekend or a couple's workshop. Uh, and even if it's none of those things, I hope that the content continues to serve you and serve the people around you in your growth and expansion into whatever areas of life you are focused in on. So thank you so much for joining me. This is Connor Beaton signing off.